Hello, and welcome to another episode of The Quantum Woman. I'm your host, Shmina Taylor. Today's episode, we're going to talk about toxic relationships and why they're important and why do they affect us and why do they affect our money? Why do they affect our mental health and our physical health? And why do we allow them and how come they're so prevalent in our lives? I want to start this off by saying that um, anytime we have awareness on something, we get this shift. We're like, oh my gosh, I didn't even know I was doing that. Like, I have no idea I was doing that. I seem to do this quite a bit. And maybe as you're listening to my podcast, you're also experiencing the, oh my goodness, that's so me. You're probably going to have some things that relate to while you're listening to today. And what I do believe happens is once we have awareness and then we have this shift, we then have a shift in consciousness. We have an expansion because now we, we know something we didn't before. And now we've maybe moved a certain energy. We've moved a belief. We've come to a different level of consciousness because we now have a deeper understanding for it. I could probably do a whole podcast on this. And I actually talked to my brother today about maybe doing one, but, um, being raised with a narcissistic father, you know, um, my blueprint for, uh, you know, uh, an, a narcissism is there, you know, I don't have, I don't have a blueprint for a healthy, you know, relationship with the masculine, let's say, or with many people, you know, for that matter, my blueprint is of somebody who, um, is a narcissist. So, you know, I was texting my brother today. I said, what would it feel like if we actually had a dad that really loved us? You know, that, you know, who would we be? And, you know, someone who, who really cared deeply for us and we weren't just, you know, um, objects in their lives to control, right. Or manipulate. And we might be different, but I love the life that I have now, but I do know that I have to do things differently than say somebody who had, you know, parents that were present and that they had healthy attachments and they were secure attachers. What I have found is as I overcame my experience with, um, narcissistic people and, and whatnot, um, things have, things have drastically changed in my life. I will say that, um, I was unaware that I was in this state until lately. And I seem to be in relationships that are much more toxic than they were maybe years ago. And it's kind of an oxymoron if you think about it, because now that I'm fully in my empathic ways, I've done, you know, 10 years of healing, getting to my root problems, breaking cycles, um, not judging people anymore. How could I be, you know, cultivating these relationships, not just, you know, with men, let's say, but also with females, how, how is this, um, possible? The more work you do, the more empathic you become, the more you attract them. Right. And the more forgiving I am, the more understanding I am, because I'm no longer in judgment of what people do with their lives. I'm actually like, well, that's just the way so-and-so is, you know, that's just, that's just how they are. They, you know, they choose to do that. That's, that's their choice, you know, and I'm a much more understanding. And what I found is by being so, you know, laid back and just so much more understanding, I'm actually finding myself to be 
uh, more of a magnet because I've stepped into a like a a more expanded level of power in myself. I um, I'm a much more powerful woman right now than I was years ago, even though. I may have thought I was very powerful before, but now I am so in my power because I'm authentically myself. There's not something controlling me. There's not a mask that I'm wearing. I'm being who I've become and I love her. And the one thing that you have to know about toxic people and let's say narcissists in general is that they love people who have power. They love people who are in their power because they want it and they need it as energy. They don't go after weak people. They don't have anything to do with them because they can't manipulate them. And they, they, they look for people who are very powerful. And so the more powerful I've become, it's like a, a moth to a flame kind of thing. Right. But I thought it was just in, you know, with, with men, and I'm going to come up with a follow-up with a, another episode about um, attracting masculine men and and the difference between that a healthy masculine and a, and a wounded masculine man or you know or fault um, um, another way of saying it uh, someone who is in his false masculine I suppose you know but with women and I've noticed that um, I'm much more tolerant of toxic relationships maybe you are too maybe you were someone who is like my self, who is, um, will put up with a lot of things, you know, one of my modes that I was in before was suffering and survival. I was able to deal with a lot of baggage. I was deal, I was able to deal with a lot of hardships. I was able to deal with a lot of unhealed trauma. My, my system was overloaded, but it was, it was something that my nervous system was well accustomed to handling everybody's stuff, including my own and being the rock for everybody and letting people come to me and carrying all the weight of their, their trauma and bullshit, you know, basically. And I just became really good at it. Plus my own, like, let's not forget all the stuff I was carrying that was unhealed. But what I have found is that I'm much more tolerant of behavior that I shouldn't be. And I was blind to a relationship that I thought was um, good for me. And I didn't think that, you know, I, I guess I was so used to having men being the narcissists in my life. I didn't realize that well, maybe there could be a woman, you know, maybe women could, I knew that there was mentors that I had, you know, um, gone to that. I saw myself fawning towards that were, um, and again, I'm not a psychotherapist. I'm not a doctor. And when I say narcissist, I'm let's say narcissist tendencies just to be PC about it because I have not been someone who's diagnosed. I know two people without a shadow of a doubt, I would lay down on some tracks that I know that they've got the disorder, lay down on some tracks, like lay down that train's coming through. I mean, I literally would stop that train laying down on those tracks because I would know without a doubt. Like, I mean, we don't need a litmus test. We don't need doctor. I got that now with, um, with others, you know, let's just say the tendencies. And I'll also preface this by saying that, you know, I feel like as I became more healed, more evolved, it's not just that I became in my power, but I became much more understanding and empathic, right? I I just, I started having more um, leeway for people, but also I, I believe that when you start doing this work, you start feeling for people and you start trying to understand them and justify their behaviors. So that's something that I absolutely have done. There's another thing and it just let my mind. So hopefully that comes back to me and I'll share it with you. 
now with relationships with females, like friendships, uh, I feel like women who have the, you know, um, the mother sister wound, it's one of those things where you've been criticized by a female in your life, or you've been criticized most of your life. You will have a hard time connecting with females and trusting them. You know, I always hear a lot of women saying, I get along great with guys, you know, because men are not going to, you know, um, compete. They're not going to judge. They're going to be at a different level. They're not, they're not going to be the same as women, but relationships with women are very important for us. And my friendships are very important to me. And I'm actually kind of shocked. I made this revelation. I got a hit on it probably two months ago or a month ago. And I was like, oh no, there's no way that could be possible. And then I, and not everybody's narcissist, you know, not everybody has narcissist, you know, that could be qualified as a narcissist. But one of the, <coughs> one of the big red flags is not being nurtured as a child, right? Um, by the mom. And I'm like, maybe, possibly. I mean, if you don't have that healthy attachment as a child and avoidance, you know, having that avoidant behavior, running from conflict, never wanting to resolve things, being triggered quickly, things always being about them, this false high sense of self. I mean, I love strong women. I'd like to be around, around strong women, but there's a different type of, I love myself. You know, it's a different level of, I love myself. It's a type where you're like, oh, you can do no wrong, which leads me to something else is where it's almost like a red flag when you hear someone constantly bagging other people. Like, oh, do you know what this person did to me? Do you know what this person did to me? Do you know what this person did to me? And when your employers are doing things to you, but yet you're staying in the situation and when you've kept all your exes around just so they could be there, you know, it's like, wait a minute, things started clicking. And I was like, but this person really filled me up, told me it was amazing. I loved hearing that. I loved having someone like, like somebody was really on my side that like was hyping me up. Like I had my own hype girl. This was amazing. And I'm like, oh my God, that was love bombing. Like, wait a minute. And, you know, I held a boundary and didn't hear from them for three and a half weeks. Hmm. And then when they did message, it acted like nothing was wrong. Then I started going back over and over and over in my mind. And I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. I know the patterns, but here's the thing. When you're in a relationship with any friendship and you've been friends for any extended period of time, we all never want to leave it because we're like, you know what? But we've been friends for so long. I see it happening with my, 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 my kids and their significant others with their friends and <clears throat> knowing when friends are emotionally abusive or they're just trying to be manipulative and, and succumbing to it. I mean, it starts at 16 and, you know, 15 and 16 and maybe even younger. Right. And I see people staying friends, even though they don't feel like they have a voice and that, that stuff just continues when we get older and we just become so immune to it. It becomes a normal. And so again, going back to suffering and survival mode, you're just putting up with it. You, you, you know, that's just the way so-and-so is. That's just the way they are. And you put them at arm's length when they kind of you know, upset you. And, and then you avoid conflict because you don't want to rock the boat. <clears throat> but I've decided that that's not the way I'm going to be rolling anymore because I've realized that any toxic, any toxic relationship or toxic person around me will directly affect my alignment with myself, will directly affect the flow of the money in my life, will directly affect how I feel about myself. 
And I will see that there's like resentment will start because once I know something, once I have awareness around something, it's so hard to unsee it because then all of a sudden all the behaviors will start like adding up. I'm like, oh my gosh, now I know this and now I know this. And it's like, once you know something, you can't go back and you can't change it because it's, it's there. It, it, it starts like illuminating and it's like, look at this. And when people can't resolve conflict, that is a red flag. When they act like nothing happened, that's a red flag. When they, uh, when something major is happening in, you know, in one of their, you know, relatives lives, but they've made it about them. That's a red flag. When they tell you what to do with your life or they're very opinionated about what you should be doing, it's a red flag. Um, when they make great plans, when they are, you know, controlling, when, you know, when you hold a boundary and they can't handle it, when you say things, you know, and they get triggered, these are all things that you have to really realize that are not healthy for you. And the purpose of this episode is not to bring you, you know, what's happening in my life, but I'm always really transparent because as I learn and grow and I integrate, I teach, and that's just where it comes from. And I feel like if it could happen to me, it could happen to anybody. And if I could, if I could be so blind to some relationships, maybe I wasn't fully aware or I didn't want to see it, you know, or I didn't want to believe it because we get the hit, we get the hit, we get the, mm, something just ain't right right here. We get the hit. And then what we do is we go, ah, I'm not gonna listen to it. I'm gonna take it away. If this person has no empathy, like real empathy, <clears throat> and you know when someone has empathy, if they have no real empathy, or if they hold grudges, if they're in this victim mode where they're blaming everybody, and you know, the way they talk, you know, where it's like everybody else is wrong, but them, you know, you know what they did to me? You know what they've done to me? You know how they've done this, or I can't believe they did this, or I'll never forgive them for doing this. I, you know, when you hear that kind of language, that's a red flag. And that's where you've got to be like, I, I don't know. I, I mean, a perpetual victim, someone who's always looking for someone to make them feel better. And if they've never had healthy relationships with significant other either in their lives um, or where they're constantly attracting the most toxic people in their lives too, uh, or maybe they're not, maybe it's just them. I have no idea, but um, that's a red flag too. And I know a lot of us will sit there and go, well, what is this narcissism thing? And let me look it up. And then you'll watch like seven or eight YouTube videos. Like I'm a narcissist. Look, we all have some narcissistic tendencies. But the, the real thing is, is that narcissists don't have any regret and people who are toxic have no regret. It's always their way or no way. And they can never put themselves in your shoes. So they're always right. In order for them to have empathy, they have to be able to put themselves in your shoes and see things from your point of view. If they can never see from your point of view, they can never say sorry. If they can never say sorry then guess what? They're always right. And if they're always right, then guess what? You're always wrong. And guess what? That's a toxic, that's a toxic relationship. And you let that keep going. You're going to start trauma bond and you'll start fawning because you're going to want to keep giving them more. And when you want to give them more, what's going to happen is you're going to start diminishing your power and not being who you want to be and showing up in a different energy and waiting for this person to turn around and give you something, you know, look up the 
the process of it, you know, where they do the idealization and the love bombing, and then they devalue you and then they discard you and, you know, they ignore you. And that whole process will be there if you're able to see it. <clears throat> Why is this important? This is important because when you have to be in that type of relationship, what happens is you lose who you are. And I've done it in a romantic relationship before, and I've never experienced this stuff before, to be honest with you, because I think I was so much in my human and survival mode. I never really let my heart down enough to let someone in that close, you know, um, to, or I only picked partners that made me feel safe. As long as I could feel safe, I could feel vulnerable. And when you're with somebody who is toxic, you'll never feel safe. You'll always be on the like, okay, what are they going to do next to me? It'll never feel like a very, very safe, you know, relationship. What, 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 you know, when I say what they're going to do next, like what, what, what do you, what do you have to be deflecting? Cause it's our responsibility when we say like, we're allowing this to happen because we're in this relationship. Right. But the reason why is that you'll be out of alignment. You also won't be in your highest vibrational self because you're going to be trying to always try to figure out where you stand with this person. You're going to be fighting for your limitations all the time. You know, if you set down clear guidelines and say, Hey, I don't want to be, you know, I don't, this is not okay with me. Like canceling plans, not making plans, you know, not calling me back, not having a resolution. This is not okay with me, you know? Uh, and if they don't recognize and, 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 and respect what those boundaries are, they've got to go. And <clears throat> anytime someone holds like really like heavy grudges, this is somebody who does not hold the, know their power. This is a powerless person. This is somebody who is searching for power within you. So you got to really remove these people from your life put, or put them on arm's length. You want money to flow in. This is like a really big thing to do. You want better relationships to flow in. You've got to get rid of the ones that are taking up space that are not healthy for you. And sometimes that means letting go of somebody that you truly do care for. I'll tell you, Somebody who is willing to work on a relationship will never let you go easily. They will want to be there to work on it, to become a better version of themselves in there. They won't just give you lip service. They'll actually show up. They'll do the thing. They will be present in your life. They will match you where you are. They will give you what you need. You know, you will give them what you need. There will be a, a back and forth. It won't be just a controlling situation or just take it or leave it. Here are the crumbs. This is all I've got for you. If you don't like it too bad. And they also won't go three and a half weeks, not talking to you and then act like nothing happened because that is not it. And <clears throat> you, you deserve more. You deserve, you deserve to be treated like you matter. You deserve to be treated like you're valued. You deserve to be treated like you are the prize and you're amazing. And anybody that treats you less than that is not supposed to be around. Okay. And the more that you raise your standards, of who you want in your life, the more quality people will come in. Now, the thing of it is, is that are we going to continuously, the more that we do our inner work, the more we become lights, are we going to be more empathic and, and attract more toxic people? Yes, probably because they will sniff us out. Right now, here's the thing. You've got to just really be in a state of awareness where you are getting so good at filtering when you see the behavior come in and I'm going to talk again, I'm going to talk to you another episode about the romantic relationships, but you've got to be really good at filtering it out because if you're not, you're going to learn the hard way because you're going to get caught up in it again. And then you're like, this doesn't feel good. I've set a boundary. This person did not respect it. You know, 
you're going to start seeing yourself repeating the same things over and over again, and you're going to get disappointed. You're going to be let down and this person is never going to change. So the only thing that I can say is that toxic narcissists, whatever type of relationships, they're feeding something that's an addiction in you. They're feeding something that's a need in you. And when you can go in and work on that, you'll get better at recognizing it faster, quicker. I'm not saying they'll go away and it'll stop. You'll just get better at recognizing it. And if you're like me, where my template was a narcissistic father, you know, you're going to have to do a little bit more work of really like protecting your peace and protecting your beautiful energy and protecting how special you are because the more work we do, the brighter we shine and um, they will come. Think about it this way. If somebody is complaining about money, complaining about people, complaining about everything and just how hard their life is, why would you want that person around? Because they are not there to lift you up. They're there to just to bring you down and meet you where they're at so that they feel a little bit better about where they where they're going. And you know what? <clears throat> That's not where you want to be. So I hope that you got some value out of this. Listen to it again. Reassess where your relationships are in your life and who needs to go because it's time. It's time to let them go, put them on arms. Like, and sometimes you just really have to, you have to realize that some people are just reason seasons and lifetimes. And when you can understand who those people are, you can put them in the right categories and file them away. And then you can start elevating and rising up to a different level of where you're at. The more alignment you become with who you are, the more wealth, the more success, the more love, the more everything will come your way because you're going to be such a high, high vibration and you're going to be able to accept it and receive it. So yes, we want big cheerleaders, but we don't want people who love mom. Yes. We want people who are super understanding, but we don't want people who devalue us. You know, we want communication. We want people who are present. We want people who are there to love us, to see us and to respect us just as we're going to do for them. And sometimes what you give to others, they don't give to you. And you got to really see how much you're pouring out and how much you're receiving back because sometimes it's just not worth it. Okay. I hope that you enjoyed this episode and um, someone needs to hear it, please share it with them. And if you enjoyed it that much, leave me a review. Um, go check out our quantum woman group on Facebook, go download my wealth meditation or take our quiz and see where you are and um, how you're going to get to that next level. All right. I hope you enjoyed it. Bye for now.